Hello there. Thank you for tuning in to the Living Authentically podcast. We offer these downloads freely, and your support really makes a difference. To offer a donation, please visit www.authenticliving.life. Thank you so much. So, hello there. Welcome to uh, the Authentic Living podcast. This is my friend Lily Briggs, hello. and we're at the um, Real Junk Food Cafe. And uh, I just thought I'd like to kind of share uh, what they do at the uh, Junk Food Cafe with you because uh, it's such a, an example of sort of brilliance and invention and uh, loveliness and authenticity. So, um, so Lily, we are, you are. Tell us about, tell us about the Real <laughs> Junk Food Cafe. We are the Real Junk Food Calderdale is our official title. So there are, I'd say, hundreds now of Hello. Real Junk Food and then what other area they're covering. So there's Leeds... Manchester, um, in France, Australia, it's all over the world already. Wow. I don't know how many are in America, so I'd be interested to know yeah. about that. Um, so we are a replica of the same system. So, so we there's, a there's a model, is there? There's a model, yeah. So the real junk food um, let you join for free, they give you the pack of information of how they set theirs up and how, you know, recommendations of setting yeah. up a community interest company rather than a yeah. charity. So um, before we jump ahead to that, because some people may not know what this is at all. Yeah. Uh, can you just you tell us what, the, what this the is? Yeah. The results of what we do. Yeah. Um, so we are main aim is to stop food from being thrown away in the bin. So from who? From any person that's retailing food, selling food. So like supermarkets and supermarkets, cafes. Cafes, um, local producers. Um, Sometimes I've heard of food waste coming from um, like delivery drivers that can't find the address and then the food's, you know, been out of the fridge too long or something like that. Yeah. So it's, there's quite a few different sources, I'd imagine. So, but the food's kind of near its sell-by date or it's kind of, it can't be used? Sometimes it's uh, got months on the sell-by date. Really? There's just so much of it. So there was... Um, like some people, like film crews, you yeah. know, they have a load of fruit and veg that day for the film set, and afterwards, what do they do with it? Right. So it's some that it can be perfectly good condition with months, to, but they just got nowhere to pass it on yeah. to. So we are intercepting food waste, is the, the proper term. Intercepting food waste. Yeah. Okay, and then what happens is that comes here. So that comes here. And it's cooked up. We weigh everything up before record all the weights, um, so we know exactly how much food waste we have intercepted. We send that back to the Real Junk Food Project, so we can create figures of how much per year we are stopping being wasted. Um, then they have a, a mad ready, steady, cook moment of right what can we create with this what's the best way to use this you know we've got a, some gorgeous mushrooms here and a little yeah. pasta here you know what can we make yeah so what's our menu for today so today we've got um chickpea mushroom and aubergine korma uh plain and gar- with plain and garlic naan um broccoli roasted pepper devil pasta bake um, that's the one i'm going to go for today Asian style kale salad, mixed salad, and a range of desserts. I'm not sure if they've made. Sometimes they. Um, There's peach and apricot crumble. Yeah, sometimes they make their own cheesecakes, and sometimes yeah. the co-op or something. And, yet, so and so all of this them. food that we're going to eat in a little while would have gone in the bin. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. That's the most amazing thing, isn't it? Really. It. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so yeah, we our cafe has um, very high quality. We've got two already trained chefs, so they're very high quality in their standard of food and ideas of what to do with the food. And all, are all the people who, who kind of work here, they're all volunteers? Yeah, everyone's a volunteer at the moment. We have applied for our first lot of funding from the Calderdale Community Foundation as we do feel a pay position. Eventually we want to be paying people because that's yeah. the way to make it sustainable and it is a really good business model. So we can, um, once we're open and running five days a week, which is our aim, we'll actually be able to pay you know, a member of staff, maybe two members of staff, without having to ask for donation, you know, without Amazing. having to ask for extra funding. So yeah, the other projects that have been going two years have been paying two people full time. And who comes the to the cafe besides me? Uh, besides you, <laughs> there's lots of new faces today. Hey, what kind of people um, are there? A lot of families come with their kids. They like the fact that they can just have a small amount and the kids can try different things without having to buy a full menu. So it's yeah. great for kids to try new yeah. food. And that's, that's something we actually do need to say is, is that, uh, that the food is donation based, isn't it? It's pay as you can or pay as you feel. Yeah. It, it's not a, kind of a set price menu or anything it's not no it's yeah. exactly whatever so that can be monetary so you can give pay as you feel money wise you can pay as you feel by helping out in the cafe um, doing a bit of washing up if that's what you've got time for or you can volunteer on the project so all the volunteers you know I wouldn't expect them to give any money donations they've no. already given their time to the project um, so we've got a, a new guy that's just emailed through and say can he do the social media he's got loads of skills and he's got loads of time he's just come over as a refugee um, and he wants something to do constructive brilliant so that's you know perfect and um, you know people can come and fix our fridge we've got a broken fridge at the moment anybody knows how to fix a fridge um, and yeah there's all sorts of volunteering opportunities and we're hoping to you know once we've got a more established to pay our volunteers to be trained up in whatever they want to do so it could be accounting yeah. it could be you know more social media could be making a film you know we want the volunteers to actually be able to gain skills and then they can go off and do some you know do somewhere else or stay on with us so it's the main aim is saving food waste the secondary aim is it's set up as a business um, mainly run by volunteers and the volunteers can, you know, come and, and do whatever yeah. they, you know, their preferred volunteer task and try try out new things without the pressure of being in a paid job. So that's a secondary thing that happens from it. Yeah, and people get fed. And people get to eat delicious food. Yeah, yeah. it's astonishing. Um, there's lots of other ideas that we've got in the pipeline for sort of cooking courses, sort of education around food. Um, any you know lots of events that we've done previously like um recycling furniture so a lot around sort of the politics of zero waste not wasting anything um and getting community together really yeah because i was going to say that the, the most important thing about this is kind of a sense of community around it isn't it you know that, that um that it's kind of it's kind of like a living beating heart to the to a community isn't it to have something like this and, and we're, we're in a kind of culture where um, you know, everything is kind of acquisitive a lot of the time and uh, and yet this seems to kind of go directly against that sort of way of doing things. It kind of provides a much better model, yeah. really, you know, so that you have kind of sort of regular sort of things kind of carrying on, mm. but there is a kind of another way as well, yeah. you know, and how, how have you seen that kind of unfolding? Um, I've just been absolutely astonished at how quickly the project's got off the ground, how many people already believe in it. Um, 
that it could even work. You know, everyone says, oh, a load of volunteers, you know, they're not getting paid. Why would they stay around and yeah. run, you know, run a cafe? Um, so I think people really do want to be involved in something they believe in that's doing good to the community. Um, I think that's a big incentive, which is fabulous. Do you find that... Um because Hebden Bridge is very particular, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's yeah, where we live. We're very, floods, we're very lucky yeah. uh, to be in Hebden Bridge. And, and we, we've got a kind of, I don't know if you can have a tradition of community, but mm. we do community here. And, and it gets noticed in, in other parts mm. of the country as well, kind of the, yeah. the, the way that we are here. And that's not something that can be artificially created. No. It's something to do with kind of, I don't know, the spirit of people, mm. I suppose. And do you find that, have you found that because it's, I didn't realise it was part of a kind of larger network, mm. the kind of the, the real food network. Mm. Um, do you find that, that kind of, that the initial kind of springings up of this are, are in those more kind of spirited communities? Well, most of the other projects, the first one was set up outside Armley Prison. Right. Uh, because the need obviously was so great there. People yeah. coming out of prison, they've got no money, they've got nothing to eat. Um, so a lot, I think the other... Everyone has their own, you know, aims. It can be mainly to save food waste, mainly because there's more of a need for people homeless without food. Um, so I think ours is maybe quite unusual compared to most of the real junk food projects, although I haven't visited all of them, so I'm not sure. There is one in Saltaire, um, which has been, you know, really popular as well. They've actually got a celebrity chef or something, and a really qualified chef yeah. in there. Um, sorry, going back to what we were saying, I think it has been a lot easier for us to set up because there's a lot of people fortunate enough to have time to volunteer yeah. here. Um, and the local community understand what it's about and what, yeah, why really we're quickly. doing it yeah. really quickly. Whereas yeah. I think in Manchester, they've found it harder to set up because it's not as close-knit community, I suppose. Yeah. In the town, it's more yeah. difficult. Um, but it's still happening and they're still managing to keep going. So yeah. I guess it is possible anywhere, I think. So if somebody wanted to, you were saying about this kind of the package and this model. Mm. So say somebody watching or listening to this thinks that's a really good idea. How do I kind of go about sort of creating something like this myself? What would they do? How did you do it? In fact, so, what was, so I'm asking too many questions. <laughs> well, this, is, this is my thing. People who kind of watch my videos, I, I end up kind of talking about two things at the yeah, same yeah. time all the time, which is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. I seem to have this kind of dualistic brain. But um, so yeah, I'll come to it. Yeah, how did you do it? Um, so Alison Jones, who had the idea in the first place, came to me and said, um, we've been trying to set up a community cafe in Hebden anyway for the last three months. And she said, look, the floods have just happened. I've heard of this real junk food project. I think you'd love it, Lily. Let's look into it. So we had a look on the website. We've got a so really there's a website. website and is it just like realfood.co.uk or um, .com? Real or? junk food project. .co.uk, I think it might okay. be, because he's from Leeds originally, but okay. it might. Because sure you're saying anything. it was around the world quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely. But that would be a good place to begin looking, so realjunkfood.co.uk. Real junk food project. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, if you put that into Google, it will come up. Okay. Um, and then there is a contact email, which is probably Adam, who's Adam Smith, who set up the Real Junk Food Project okay. and there's a TED talk that you can have a look at to see what he looks okay, like. Okay, well what I'll do is I'll find that. Or if you can send me the link, link it, I'll yeah. kind of put it underneath this video. Yeah, and that's a really inspiring talk. Anybody Brilliant. that watches that, right, we're going to do it. Okay. <laughs> so we watched that <laughs> and then we had an email back from Adam saying, fantastic, here is, um, you know, your pack, print this off, have a look through it. Um, 
once you once you're a few months down the line and you think you can establish it, um, write to us with the details of your address and um, who the directors are or you know how far you've got, and we will put you up on our website. So we did that about three months ago. Um, and there's such a queue. There's so many real junk food projects setting up that we still haven't gone on. But there's right. there's hundreds of them coming in all the time, which is fantastic. So I don't know if we're on the website yet, but we will be soon. Um, and then he also gave us like a mentor person to contact, who is the lady in Manchester. So we could call her at any moment and say, help, we're not sure how to do this and that. Right. And there's also training. So there's an annual training camp, which one of our volunteers went on. Two of them actually, Gwen went as well, that was in York, which is lucky for us, not too far away, um, which was a whole day's training on, you know, all the ethos and, you know, what are what is our voice? Because we all need to have the same voice if we're doing the same project. Intercepting food waste, you know, that's the priority and then you can go from there um, and also there was like a practical training session in Manchester which we sent another volunteer on all about the paperwork and the finance and you know which departments we need to set up and what skills volunteers we need so that so you, was really helpful. Did you have to kind of form a little association in order to do that is that part of the um, way of doing that? things? The Real Junk Food Project, yeah. our project, yeah. we were advised to set it up as a community interest company which is not charity, um, but it's a, a bit a run business, but it's for the benefit of the community. So you don't have shareholders right. and any of the assets will go into another community project. So it's kind of somewhere in between, I think. Yeah. And you've managed to find a brilliant venue as well, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, that was, we were really lucky to, to get hold of yeah, that. Yeah, because we're in Salem Mill in Hebden Bridge. Yeah. And uh, was this like already set up as a kind of cafe space? Yeah, it's been a community cafe. For as long as I've known, um, it was run, I think, by volunteers previously, but only open one or two days a week. Um, and then the floods happened and then Valley Organics moved in, which is how I found out about oh, the really? space. Well, actually, I was already cooking in it before. I was renting it one day a week from Les, who used to run the building. All right. And what were you doing? Um, I was making soup and we were selling it on the bakehouse stall All right. as the start of our community kitchen idea. Yeah. So that was back in September. So really, this project's been in the, in the baking since last September. Um, so yeah, we've, this is a perfect location right in the centre of Hebden. Um, and but people could do it on a much smaller scale if they wanted yeah, to, couldn't well, they? Yeah, a lot of places don't actually get a venue until a year down the line. Manchester right. still haven't got one, right. but you can still run um, catering events. So a lot of the donations come through outside catering events. So as long as you've got a certified kitchen, you know, that's okay with environmental health, you can cook up and then take your food elsewhere. So you don't really need to have a cafe. No, I see. Um, and a lot of places say don't get a cafe because you've got the overheads of the rent wait until you're more set up and established and just yeah. do pop-up events and use someone else's kitchen. Amazing. So we were allowed to use the trades yeah. to pop up there as well. That's been really helpful to get, a, get us known. Um, and we did a few other pop-ups in here to get people in yeah. and get a load of volunteers on the list. So yeah, it's just Fantastic. been moved really fast and been really exciting and everything's yeah. just come to us that we needed at the right moment, all the right volunteers, all the right equipment. Well, sometimes when things are just right, it just yeah. it just seems to happen almost quite magically, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, but I mean, it, yes, there does seem to be a kind of sense of magic about things, but it usually takes a person to kind of sort of be the person who kind of pulls all that together. And, uh, and it, oh, it seems to be you that for this project. Well, I think a few of us, but yeah, I, I know, guess but I was at the very beginning, so yeah. I've seen it right through. Yeah, but I was just wondering kind of what your 
you know, sort of drive is in yourself to kind of uh, to kind of create something like this? It's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> One I've probably not really contemplated. Um, I think people, well, people in the Real Jump Food Project said, Lily, you're the networker, that's your skill. We don't, you know, you don't need to be doing all the practical stuff, but you need to be there, accessible to everybody. Yeah. So I suppose because of my position in Valley Organics and dealing with customers all day long, I'm a good person to share information. People will say I'm very approachable. Um, I think I just really enjoy the interaction and, and yeah. you know. So you seem to have a bit of a habit for kind of wanting to be involved with things and yeah. set things up and move things along. That's what I'm wondering about. <laughs> yeah. That kind of spark, that bit of fire. Where's that, where's that coming from? Yeah. That's just you, sure. is it? I guess that's just my personality. Okay, that's brilliant though, isn't from. it? You know? So if, you, if you're blessed to have a lily, of course, <laughs> then, uh, then that's absolutely fantastic. You know? Yeah, Maybe. wonderful. Okay, so you're going to have the... Uh... I'm going to go have some lunch now. Okay, fantastic. Some you're having memory. the chickpea thing. Yeah. And uh, I think I might join you, actually. Yeah. So um, I'll post some links down below for the TED Talk and uh, for the, the Real Junk Food Project. Project. Website, yeah. Yep, I'll try and find the links for those and post them below this video, or I'll put them on the, um, the, the text underneath the podcast if you're listening to the podcast version of this. And um, if there is a, a Real Junk Food Project near you, then... Go and check involved. it out. Go and get involved. <laughs> and if uh, and if there isn't, and you want to set one up, then then uh, hopefully uh, this has given you a little bit of a start and an inspiration. See you very soon. Thank you. Take care. <laughs>